Welcome to another episode of the Symphony Podcast, where we break down one important topic each week in under 30 minutes or less. This is Kyle, and I'm sitting here with Matthew in the building again. We're talking today about how doing hard things on a regular basis is good for you in a lot of different ways, both mentally and physically. Basically, the premise stemmed from when you're a kid, like you're doing hard things naturally all the time. Like you're just, you know, putting your shoes on, tying your shoes is a challenge. Learning how to ride a bike is a challenge. As we get older, we kind of like master all the basic skills of like getting around in the world. And we naturally like do less hard things unless we intentionally bring those things into our life. So that's kind of the premise. And then you were going to start off by just talking a little bit about um, your perspective on it. Yeah. And that's, that's an interesting point to start with is the in your childhood because you are constantly learning things and you're constantly transforming and evolving and you're like you're right you don't know how to tie your shoes and then your your dad teaches you and it's really hard and then you learn how to do it and then from there on it's like boom know how to tie my shoes on to the next thing and it's, there's constantly that even when you're walking like you're you're going towards those feelings of imbalance as a child when you're trying to get wobbly on your legs and then all of a sudden you're walking one day but it's like but you have to do that thing and go towards it. But I feel like you're right. When we get to be adults, we just feel like that process stops or like we stop learning because we can like we know how to do the the everyday things. And that's why I think it's important to remind yourself that uh, we can continue to evolve like we can t- continue to throw ourselves into challenging situations. And I think it's important to do that just for your own life, just because life is going to throw difficult situations at you, like no matter who you are. So if you can purposely put those types of things, uh, like challenging activities into your life, it'll kind of train your brain to think about challenging things as a beneficial thing rather than something that scares you. And so then when, when, uh, when something does come up in the world that really rattles you, maybe you have a better, a better toolkit to be able to deal with that when it's out of your control in that way. And what's fascinating too, you got me thinking about how doing like physically challenging things can actually lead to you being more mentally prepared to handle some of like the psychological challenges of like, let's say a major failure professionally or in a personal relationship, like, uh, like a period of time where no matter who you are, you're going to, it's going to sting. Like if you're someone who has pushed yourself physically, you've, you know, you know what it's like to like push through some of those barriers when you're riding your bike up a hill or on a long run or something like that it kind of puts those like other challenges in perspective in a way. Maybe you can talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Cause it, it throws you into that, uh, just kind of like an, a situation filled with adversity where it's like, Oh, my body hurts right now. Mm-hmm. But like if I, but then you, but then when you can push past that and you realize like, Oh, if I put my body through that adversity, I'm going to be, you know, um, my body's going to feel better. It's going to look better. I'm going to have more energy and I'm going to be more, a more capable human being because I'll have like a a body that can endure. And then you realize that putting yourself in that adversity leads to, um, benefit in your own life physically. And so I think then if you can understand that concept, you understand that suffering can lead to transformation and like discomfort can lead to transformation. And that's an important thing to, um, just understand and then be able to transfer that over when you're taking on mentally challenging things as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like they tell you like growing up, it's always like grow through the, you know, grow through what you go through or whatever these phrases, like, you know, on like a intellectual level that challenges can lead to growth, but until you've actually like applied that mindset to a, a challenge in your own life, you're not really going to see the power of it. Like 
positive self-talk go a long ways. Like when you're feeling down or like something shitty just happened, it's like, okay, I'm capable. I'm going to, you know, there's all these other things that are good right now. And I've probably mentioned this, but my mom always says bad things happen so that worse things don't happen. <laughs> like you get a speeding ticket because you're going to get hit by a bus like a yeah. two blocks up the street. So like reframing things in these certain ways, like this goes back to mindset, but in a way that allows you to like stay positive about negative things in your life. Um, and not necessarily like major failures, but like we can easily get triggered by just like a small little, literally like losing a parking spot. People lose their shit over that. But, you know, personally, I wouldn't freak out too much about that. Maybe a little younger Kyle would have, but <laughs> even slightly bigger things, like I have like a hard drive that failed with like a lot of data on it. You know, it's like a couple years ago that probably would have bothered me more, but I've just been through more challenges and I've dealt with these things in the past. And it's like, okay, assess the situation. How bad is it? No one's hurt and everything's going to be fine. You know, it just, it helps keep things in perspective. So, um, I think, yeah, dealing with adversity is like a good first bullet point too. And like a reason why, like to think about like applying this to your own life. Right. It's like, how do we intentionally seek out these challenges when as a kid, we got them naturally just by having to learn about the world. And now it's like, we're kind of, you know, figured it out. And now we just, you know, drive to work and do our same similar task every day. Or maybe it's like, we just fall into habits more easily as we get older. So Talk to me a little bit about like how you currently today in this, in this past year maybe have applied this concept to yourself. Yeah, I think it's good. To, it can be a really fun thing for you to dive into this world as well. Cause like just because something's hard doesn't mean it's not necessarily fun as well. Right. Because I think, um, when we're encouraging people to do hard things, it's not necessarily like things that are not enjoyable. It's, it's for me, it, I forget that people don't enjoy like hard workouts. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks when you're doing it, but afterwards you, you feel always great. You feel great. stoked about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you realize that you can push through that mm-hmm. first initial moment of when your body's telling you that you like can't go any further. Mm-hmm. And then once you realize that you feel more capable and then you keep doing that. But, um, for me in my life, uh, I feel like having this concept and this knowledge makes me try to do things that I'm feeling interested in that maybe I've just like never tried before. Um, and like surfing is that example for me recently. I've lived in mm-hmm. California for like a handful of years now, but I had never, I'd always like kind of had an interest in it, but I was always a little bit nervous to just jump into it because I didn't want to look like an idiot. And then I finally got to a point where I was like, no, like why am I letting that fear keep me from doing that? And so it's kind of like, I think it's important to jump into something where you have to take the beginner's mindset to it because I think it's, it creates humility and then it also create, it like trains your brain to think of how, like to keep track of incremental progress, I think, which is like a huge trigger to happiness when you expand that into your own life. But like for surfing, I mean, we just talked about this before we jumped on the pod, but it's like you get out there on, on day one and you can barely even paddle out. Like the board is wobbly underneath you. And the currents of even just like the stand of, of like the non-wave water is like throwing you off balance and you're trying to sit up and wait for a wave on your board and, and you're like falling off the boards, like going up in the air and you're like falling <laughs> into the water, like all this stuff. And you just look like a goofball out there. Um, and then, and so like that kind of sucks and that's like an ego shot for a mm-hmm. lot of people too. And it was for me too. And it's frustrating and because you see these other people who look like they're just ripping these waves mm-hmm. so easily. And it's like a second, they're just, just look so like beautiful and elegant and they're making it look so easy. And, and meanwhile, you're there like trying to even sit like st- or sit on your board. Yeah. And it's just, but then, you know, 
and it's easy to get to that point and be like, oh, I'm never going back out there again. Like, that's too much. Like, that was, I didn't like that. Yeah, it, like, if you hurt, go on, like, a family vacation, maybe, and you, like, try it once. That's the story yeah. I hear. Like, I've tried surfing once, but then, of course, you're not going to enjoy something that you've tried once yeah. that's really difficult, you know? Right, but then even, like, time two through uh-huh. 20 is still really pretty bad honestly like and even longer than that too you know like it takes a long time time to get good at it but um but i think being able to put yourself through something like that and then get that feel that rush when you do catch a wave and then that how much fun it is and and then so you realize that but you wouldn't have gotten to that point unless you stuck it out and and stayed in the water and pushed yourself past those points of like Mm -hmm just being really bad and uncomfortable out there. Mm -hmm. Like it just, it's, it's that same story of discomfort leads to transformation, but like you're not going to get to that transformative place unless you give yourself the reps of doing that thing. That's difficult over and over and over again and and incrementally moving forward and progressing and just at a slow rate, but you're, but the progress is happening in your ability to keep getting out there and, Mm -hmm. and doing it. So that's been the one that's, recently i feel like i'm getting pretty decent out there too yeah like i don't know i mean i've been doing it for probably like Consist- s- like every like every couple times you go out you're still seeing yourself improve though right like oh definitely me like, too. like 100% tell, i mean i'm not surfing right i haven't surfed in a couple of weeks now but um it was literally like each time i went i was like wow i'm picking up this little small detail and this little small detail where when you first get started, you don't even know the details. You don't even know what to think about. Someone would tell you like, yeah, like arch your body like this as you're getting into the wave at the exact moment you like do a certain paddle or whatever. And that's just like way too much for your body to put together. But just by doing some reps, you you start to make it muscle memory. And um, I think, yeah, I've learned a lot from surfing as well. And when you were describing like paddling out into the surf, my, (laughs) my, uh, let me just tell you this. My buddy and I, my buddy Brooks was down in town and we tried to paddle out the San Pancho surf like on a windy day when the waves were just like one after the mm-hmm. other like I get all the way out and I'm like so happy I'm like yes I made it to the outside of like the break and I'm gonna be able to like try and catch a wave at least it was windy so I had a low chance and I just uh leash snaps board goes to shore and I'm just <sighs> swimming in like huge not huge waves three to five foot waves in like a like a shallow like low tide like with rocks and stuff oh, yeah. and I was yeah, that was brutal. And uh, it was just like I got out of the water. You know, I'm sure a lot of people saw me just absolutely <laughs> tank and struggle for like 20 minutes. But uh, yeah, I think you made a good point about like doing stuff that other people are going to know you're not like a really good at. There's something like uncomfortable about other people like judging how good we are at something. And if you just you have to ignore that. Like, yeah. And that you have to ignore it. Yeah. yeah. And that transfers well also to life. Right. Because. Um, in order to accomplish something that's different or that's progressive, you kind of have to be willing to put yourself out there and stand for something that you believe in that maybe isn't the norm or maybe isn't accepted on a mass scale. Mm -hmm. So like training yourself to get past that point of insecurity and uncomfortability, uncomfortability with putting yourself on display, I guess Mm -hmm. you could call it. It just, it, it makes you act from a more, um, truthful place of who you are because then it's just like you drop all that notion of caring about how it's going to come across or what it's going to look like. And then you just do it for you. Mm. And then that's when you actually see real improvement and progress because you've, you stopped caring about the things that don't actually matter and started focusing on the task at hand. And then that's when you actually start to see progress in, in your own work, when you kind of like put the blinders on and focus on your own, stay in your lane and, mm-hmm. and focus on making improvements, um, day to day, which is, 
pretty cool, I think, and really important to kind of incorporate that in your life. 100%, 100%. The other potential way to challenge yourself that I thought of when we were breaking this one down was just like a creative project. So mm-hmm. like there's the physical aspect of like, if you push through physical challenges, like surfing is physical, but it's also like there's technique to it. So I think outdoor sports like bouldering, climbing, even cycling, running, like some of these things that require technique and physical exertion, you might even get best of both worlds. Yeah. Like I, I think that's why surfing is so, so like perfect for this analogy, just um, how hard it is and also physically difficult. Um, but the other one is a creative project. You know, you don't have to necessarily have it be physical. Like a lot of people have different things that they're lacking or they feel like, oh, maybe you already are working out on a consistent basis, but you're not challenging like the mental side of like your desire to solve problems. And there's that study. I couldn't find the actual study, but I heard about it on a podcast and I start half my sentences these days. I heard about it on a podcast, um, <laughs> but basically the study studied Alzheimer's um, like outcomes and like problem solving over the lifespan. So if you solve more problems later in life, you're going to have a less chance of a neurodegenerative disease than someone who just kind of like sits on the TV and just gets, you know, doesn't solve any like actual problems. That's why maybe that's why old people always do like crossword puzzles and stuff Sudoku like that. And like, yeah, crosswords there's something, and stuff. There's, there's something, something to that. that. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Um, so yeah, creative project. And for me, that um, film still skiing was a huge challenge for me last year. It was like the first time I actually tried to tell a story with, film and beyond just like a kind of vlog style like oh here we are I really want I tried um and yeah just like learned so much through that intellectual process of like humbling myself through like talking to people who are more knowledgeable than me for sure was super helpful because I come at it I come at them from this very like open to input like situation where I'm like hey this is where I'm at what can like what do you see like I'm totally open to criticism and I think maybe that's something with doing hard things you have to be if when I'm out there surfing I'm like yo did you see how I like got slammed by that wave and like what can I do to avoid that and this guy's like oh you're too far forward on your board like oh let me tell you this other tip that you didn't even ask about yeah so having I think tying it into like just our mindset to being open to sucking at things and and uh, getting after it in a creative project and physical um it's both it's both huge yeah and just jumping into things that um they are challenging. And so for like the mental challenging part as well, like for me, it was starting companies, starting brands. And just because at, at one point that starts with, you know, in my case, two guys in a room and like trying to be like, all right, where do we, where do we go now? <laughs> like we yeah. have the ideas and like, but that's, that's it as of right now. And like we have, there is only, um, it's up to you. And so like, it's a huge mental puzzle. And that's another thing we actually talked about in terms of doing things that are hard is like puzzles. That'll train your, <laughs> puzzles train your brain and kind of an, and I hate Some puzzles. Some settlers of Catan is, maybe pretty intellectual. <laughs> those are, it's so funny because those are two things that I've specifically voiced a distaste for in my, in the past like couple months. And maybe I need to go towards that and play some Catan <laughs> and do some puzzles. But I mean, I think like for the, um, for the brands and the company thing, it is like a big puzzle because you're starting, you know that you need to put together one solid cohesive piece of a finished product, whatever it's going to be. And you're starting with a lot of pieces and pieces all over the place. And you know, like sometimes you can identify what like those pieces are, but you know that they need to turn into one cohesive project. And so that's an extreme mental challenge. 
And I was uh, either dumb enough or smart enough to turn that into my full-time occupation. (laughs) And it has been, I mean, I, looking back, like, I'm so happy that I chose that route and I would choose it uh, like a hundred times out of a hundred times, like moving forward just because, but it also is difficult because I feel like my brain is constantly going and it's just constantly on. And there's a million things rattling around in there about three different brands and companies constantly. And so, but I think it, but when I look back on the past three years and everything that I've learned and the people that I've gotten into contact with and the people that I'm now doing business with and the, in the place that the brand is at now compared to where it used to be, it's like night and day. And there's no way that I would have picked all that up in such a rapid amount of time. If I wasn't, if I didn't just go towards the things that were most difficult and, um, and yeah, kind of just take on that challenge because I, yeah, I don't know. I just just, I'm kind of on a tangent at this point. No, I'm asking like, do you, so I have a question, which is like, as you started to like, you know, you had the idea, you know, of course, like everyone's had some idea for a business, but like what percentage of people actually like even start to execute or like even work on it at all? Like you in that moment with Roddy, you decide, okay, we're going to do something. And then the question is like, over time, does it become easier, less painful, like similar to surfing when you go out, like you can kind of like, you can still make mistakes and fall, but like you have, you know how to get back on the board faster and get back to the wave faster. Like, is there a parallel in entrepreneurship for you? Like where you make similar mistakes to what you made years ago, but you don't, they don't. It's at a different scale, which is, that's what you start to realize (laughs) because it's like, and, and we have to constantly remind ourselves of that too, because, and I think this is probably true across the board. If you ask any entrepreneur, it's like, they're always on their way. They're always getting somewhere, still creating, like it's never a done finished product. And so I think it's important to remind yourself along the way, like Roddy and I have to be like, uh, okay, zoom out of this problem that we're dealing with and just understand the fact that like a year ago, this would have been a way different conversation. And like, we're kind of fortunate to even be dealing with the levels of problems that we're dealing with now, because that means that we've made a ton of progress in our business. But like at the time, it's not easy to always see that because you're so caught up in like the problem at hand. Mm -hmm. So I think having those, uh, you know, those reference points along the way are important too. Yeah. Did you know that challenges just get bigger and harder? Because, like, I feel if you are just getting started and it's super hard and you know it's going to get harder, it's easy to be like, (laughs) no thanks, you know? Did you know that or has this been something that over time you learned and have come to grips with? Like, what's been the process there? Um... Yeah, I guess like when you're starting out, you just think you're going to reach a certain point and then everything just becomes, you know, easy breezy mm-hmm. and, and it's all good and everything just runs smoothly and how it should. And and then you start to realize that that's a bit naive. And I mean, you can still get to that, get to that point, but there's just like different levels of problems and there your ability to problem solve is going to be it's it's going to exist as long as you are alive. It just comes in different ways. Um, and so that goes back to the importance of just training it in however you can to be able mm-hmm. to like think think creatively, uh, think around problems, think through them, look at things from different angles and just take on challenging things so that your brain can think that way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think there was a quote and now I can't remember who said it, but just talking about like with every step that you take in terms of like success or whatever you want to call it, but just like with every new accomplishment comes a new set of problems that you didn't even know. It's like a video no, game. We're gonna, exactly. It's, like, it's a different level yeah. of problems. And, but in order to unlock that next set of problems, you got to get through your first set. So it's just, it's like a constant problem solving game. Mm-hmm. And that's good for the brain. I think that's how the brain exercises. And that's what... Well, that's um, what I'm kind of asking. Like, does it get easier? Like, does your ability, because um, Chase Jarvis talks about this Maya Angelou quote where it's like, 
the creativity is an infinite resource. The more you use, the more you have. Right. So when you're first getting started, it's like overwhelming to like try and build a business. Like that's insane. But if you build these creative muscles and you start to see how things come together, like you start to acquire the knowledge similar to surfing again, like eventually you're like building the creative muscle essentially is, is their theory. And I like buy in a hundred percent. So did that happen to you with building a business and like talk about the creativity involved in like carving a path without somebody telling you where to go? You know, like that's yeah. kind of like the nature of what an entrepreneur does. Like they, there's no one over your shoulder guiding you. Like you can take input from different people and mm-hmm. you have intel like with, you know, intention. But um, yeah, talk to me a little bit about like how you built that muscle that allows you to, carve your own path. That's, that's kind of like really what I'm interested in. Yeah. I think it just becomes, it becomes motivating once you start to see how it works, if that makes sense. Like, and I think that comes back to being self-aware and tracking your progress, no matter like how small or Mm. incremental it seems, just because once you realize that when you dive into a problem and you, and you just decide that you're going to take it, take it on and like start a business from the ground up or start a creative project in a place where you have to take a beginner's mind. Like you become more aware of the progress that you're making. And if there's an end goal or like if there's something that you're moving towards, it it releases these things in your brain that make you feel like you're on the right path. And so especially as an entrepreneur and feeling like you're starting with a blank slate, anytime that you have a situation that seems like it could be something that's within the ballpark or within your wheelhouse of what you think is the right path of like what the next step for your company should be like, that's a motivating feeling because you're like, Oh wow. Like I created this and now I'm having this conversation that would kind of ele- or like take that next step or like elevate what I'm trying to do right now. Um, or progress it in a, in a certain way. And that's like, that's motivating because you realize that you kind of, you created that. And I think you can give that to yourself too with, with surfing, like you talked about. You, you start to pay more attention to the incremental progress. You're like, oh, wow, like I notice when I shift my weight here, it does this. But I wouldn't have even been able to re- understand that like unless I you know, was doing this every single day and feeling how, what it felt like to be on the board and like slowly building my balance and, and all that stuff. So I, I, And then, I don't know, I just think it, it becomes motivating when you see that your brain can overcome challenging things mm-hmm. and then you want to do more of it because you realize that you can mm-hmm. and um and you realize how much it brings to your life because like that to the serving thing again i feel like we're beating it <laughs> beating it to death but like when you realize that you can that's when it feels worth it like when you realize that all of that hard work went into you being able to go to the go into the ocean and enjoy mother nature's like greatest energy source basically and surf and have fun and, and be immersed in the elements and pay attention to just that whole experience and enjoy it for everything that it can be. Like you, you earn that by your ability to, to just stay after it and get your reps in. And I think you'll start to realize that with your fitness, with your, with your mental health, with your creative projects, like the, the progress comes in the repetition. Um, That's a good reminder. Like just knowing that like when someone says like, Hey, I made this progress, but it's like, Oh, that took you six months or a year. Like it's, you got to keep that patience and that perspective on, um, like, like I love what you said, just focusing on the incremental improvements rather Mm -hmm. than trying to hit these bigger milestones. Like I'm going to do X on a bike or whatever. I'm going to be at X amount of dollars revenue in this business or whatever it is. 
um, rather than just like focusing on the process. And because if you're too focused on one goal, you, you're not making it. It's easy it to glorify you know? the yeah. goal and then like yeah. overthink about that. And then that. you get there and there's not really much to there's it. There's much, an, like yeah. you said, another level of, of and goals. Then and then that challenges. makes you look at your life yeah. and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I've yeah. been neglecting a lot of these things. Uh-huh. Whereas like paying attention to the, to the small things and not glorifying that goal, it's like, yeah, okay. That's the big goal, but what are the things that I need to do on a day-to-day basis to make sure that I'm, I'm moving in that direction? And I think it's easy to overlook those little things of like, how are my habits? How's my health? What are my, what are my day-to-day actions looking like? And what, are, what type of output is that creating in my, how are my relationships? Mm-hmm. Like all of that stuff, you know? So I think, and it all comes back to just, yeah, putting yourself in the position where you're doing challenging things in a lot of different departments. Because I think that it just creates plasticity in the mind, which is, which is a really good thing. So let's wrap it up with um, how some other ways that we like think of to actually like train these like muscles to do hard things, to endure challenges. Number one for me is the cold water. Mm. It's not still like a huge practice of mine, but um, in the last couple of months I've been doing ice baths once a week and uh, in just the past I've done some cold plunging and stuff. And even just taking a cold shower is this like small little mental challenge and cold water, there's something about it, it's really uncomfortable and stuff. And um, once you start to like overcome that, like mental, it really is all mental. Like totally. I'm telling you, you can go in an ice bath for two minutes and suffer like you've never suffered before. If you're in like a very like not calm mind state, or you can do some breathing, become in a like get in a very calm like um, kind of like mind state, like nervous system state as well, and then go in. 10 minutes of ice water and not really suffer at all, not be that cold. Yeah. It's crazy how, how mental it is. And so that practice of the cold water for sure is one like super, um, powerful potential mechanism for this. I had a guy on adventure creator podcast called, um, I forget the name of the episode, but his name is Jason Stoffer and he started a cold plunge business. He talks about like general adaptive potential or I might be mixing things up, but essentially the idea is like building your general, like overall, ability to adapt to things and to deal with challenges through like exposure to cold air, cold water, physical challenges. And I think we talked about mental challenges. So, um, that's kind of like maybe a scientific term ish, but behind like what you were talking about earlier in terms of just like getting your, getting yourself in a place where you can deal with challenges. Yeah. What else, what else you got? Um, cold is good. Uh, heat is also good. I remember, I mean, gyms aren't open right now for the most part, but I remember I, I used to really love the sauna and like testing myself, seeing how long I could stay in there. Cause it's a mental game. Like you said. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, it challenges you physically, obviously sure. also because you're in there and Different you feel like you're about to die. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> I, like once you pass that five minute mark, you, you're like, there's, there's signals going off in your head that's like, dude, get me out of here. And like the further and further you can push past that, um, it's just kind of like re- it, you redefine your sense of normal. And then like when you, but then you just, it's, it's that progressing again. It's like then the mm-hmm. next time you go back in, you can stay in a little bit longer. And then when you come out, you feel even more clarity and you feel more alive and you're, you're healthier because your body's sweating out all those toxins and you're mm-hmm. getting cleansed. And so. But yeah, it's like, and then there's the study that Dr. Rhonda Patrick talks about. It's about like saunas and lifespan, like all cause mortality decreases significantly mm. with like a few weekly saunas. So we're talking about cold water, mental challenges and like hot in terms of sauna, three different, like almost anti-aging, um, kind of techniques and things to keep in mind as we all grow up. Yeah. 
I think the physical challenge is a is an easy not easy, but it's a good entry point for people. We who can all want relate to, like, to it. You think? Yeah, yeah, to like prove this concept, I mm-hmm. suppose. And uh, and just anybody can do it. You know, all you got to do is go outside and like run if you mm-hmm. want, or just and just start to understand that concept that you can push a little bit past what you previously thought you were capable of. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, train your mind to think like that. And then I think you'll make a lot of progress in whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. And it's like you said, empowering to see yourself start to hit some of those incremental miles. Yeah. Like give that to yourself, like give yourself the ability to see some progress in some direction, because Mm -hmm. I think that's such an important part of the human experience is like feeling like you're on some type of path. Celebrate the small wins. Yeah. Shout out out to Katie for sure. Yeah. Um, and then also, also not to cut you off, shout out to Chelsea for the Kismet. Oh, that's cow. right. Yeah, we've been sipping on that. We've this been whole sipping time. on it, on it, and uh, yeah, appreciate it, Kelsey. Check it out. Kismet cacao is like super good coffee alternative. Um, I'm liking it actually a lot. It's the first time. It's really nice. Yeah, it tastes um, yeah. Great. Well, so let's wrap it up. Um, coming up on thirty here. You got anything else? Um, just go towards things that are challenging, and um, yeah, just get after it. <laughs> I gotta find a new challenge and I'm back here. So Yeah, give us some give us some suggestions. Uh if you're listening to this, shoot us a shoot us an email or or a, or a DM on Instagram and, and let us know the types of challenges that you're getting into. Um but yeah, this is getting me fired up to go on a on a trail around here I know. soon. I'm tapping my foot. Let's go. I wanna go ride my bike. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, um thanks and uh till next time, next Monday. We're out of here. Check out the symphonyco.com and the Symphony Co podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple. Hit us up on uh, Instagram as well. And yeah, appreciate it. Good to have you in person here, Matthew. It's been great. Yeah, it's been a blast. All right.